Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise, where we talk about everything and everything that is of interest to an embedded developer. Could be hardware, could be software, could be something in between. I'm here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast, and this week my Embedded Executive is Robert Bielby, the Senior Director of Automotive System Architecture at Micron. Hello, Robert, how are you? I am doing phenomenal. How about yourself, Rich? I wish I could say phenomenal, but I'll say pretty good, which is pretty good these days. Um, You are involved in automotive, and it's something that we talk about a lot here um, with where 5G meets the automobile. Um, With your spot at Micron and being so deep into the storage, we often take the storage for granted, at least I do. I don't know if the developers do, but it seems to be not always the thing you think of first when you're in in design mode. Um, Are there things that a designer of automotive subsystems should be thinking about when it comes to the storage subsystem? Yeah, it's a good question, Rich. And uh, yeah, the answer is there's a lot of things that you should be thinking about. Um, I think at the end of the day, um, the next generation automotive platform is going to be basically a software platform. Uh, So um, first and foremost, um, you know, automotive is the largest embedded platform in the planet. So today it's about 100 million lines of code growing to 300 million lines of code driven by autonomous driving. And so people don't, to your point, people don't think about memory. They don't think about storage, but in fact, it is one of the most critical one of the more critical areas of the of the overall platform um, with 300 million lines of code i mean this is like an order of magnitude larger than windows 10 if not more um, <laughs> concepts like over the air update are going to be critical and with that with a vehicle that's driving down the road uh, security is going to be a big deal um, the ability to make sure that the data that or the update that you're delivering to the vehicle is the right update. Uh, and then the other aspect is safety. And safety really says that at some point, we wanna make sure that the technology itself behaves the way that we think it should. And when it doesn't behave the way we want it to, we can at least flag it and then figure out how we respond um, you know, appropriately in the environment. So if you see an error, do you ignore it because it's just one pixel on a screen or is it something that's associated with the powertrain and you wanna take the car, cripple it and let it ride off to the side of the road? So, I mean, you're talking about a huge amount of code. I can't imagine that that all that code is necessary that it certainly could have been written better. But I, I guess from your perspective, that's a good thing because the more code you got, the more memory you need. Yeah, I mean, the, the systems are complex. Um, you know, you, you, if you look around the vehicle there today, there's at the high end vehicle, there's something like hundred, 120 different microcontrollers that when you aggregate all the different memory technologies, um, or, you know, the memory that's used, you end up with a lot of memory. And, um, I review, I kind of, uh, refer to this as like the Winchester mystery house where you've just got lots of things that are everywhere. Um, and there's, there's definitely a rethink that's happening in regards to um, 
more structured approaches to architectures, more centralization of memory. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you're still trying to support Android operating systems, Linux operating systems, Green Hill, uh, a lot of operating systems, a lot of technology. I mean, at the end of the day, people refer to this as a data center on wheels, and it really is a, a data center on wheels. I mean, it's just there's a lot of lot of things going on in the vehicle. Is the is the simple way to summarize this? So, is is the right way to design your memory subsystem to aggregate everything all together in one massive memory? system or is it better for security reasons and for other reasons to, to have various subsystems in different places throughout the car? Now, that's a, a good question again. Um, you know, there's a lot of schools of thought in terms of, you know, is, the, is distributed, is hybrid, is centralized the right architecture? Um, each has its own pros and cons and we'll let the industry figure out what's the right solution, I would argue. Uh, if you look at a more centralized architecture, it's a little bit, e it's, well, it's a lot easier to manage um, something that's centralized. Um, so we do expect to see, um, you know, from a storage standpoint, um, solid state drive SSD technologies with security on top of that in a centralized location where all the different peripherals, um, you know, are, are you know, connected to that, that centralized memory. And um, in general, that's what we see in terms of, you know, trends in the automotive industry where there's a huge rethink on the architecture. There's zonal-based architecture, there's hybrid, there's cluster, there's smart sensors. Um, the industry, it's, it's wild west right now, to be honest, Rich. It's, it's truly wild west. Okay. You mentioned security a few minutes ago. Um, from a design perspective, is, is it the responsibility of the memory supplier to make sure that things are secure or is it somebody else up, up the food chain or is, is it actually the tier one? Who really at the end of the day has to worry about security? It's, you know, it's, it lands somewhere between the tier one and the OEM and they can define their own strategies as appropriate to how to manage this. Um, at the end of the day, if the vehicle becomes hacked or gets hacked, then the OEM pays the price in terms of brand, et cetera. That'll ripple down to the tier one maybe at some point. Um, what we do is we provide the hooks and capabilities that will allow people to, um, you know, establish the fact that, you know, everything that is being downloaded to the memory is... Um, what should be downloaded to the memory. And at the end of the day, this is, you know, what is referred to as root of trust. And, um, you know, at some point I'm talking to you, I can see you on the screen. I know Rich, I trust him. And um, as a result, we can have this conversation and providing that same capability uh, at the memory level is, is essential. Um, it's an essential capability that the OEMs and tier ones can leverage to develop a security strategy that allows them to be able to update the software on the vehicle in the same way that Windows continuously or your iPhone continuously updates itself and you know that it's not corrupt. And again, 
if there's some corrupt activity with the iPhone, the consequences are a lot lesser than if you're corrupting the download of a of a vehicle. So, you know, providing this capability and delivering it to OEMs and tier ones provides them with another tool that gives them the capability to deliver what I'm going to call best in class security. Ask my teenagers that same question. If their iPhone gets corrupt, how big of a deal that that is? Oh yeah. No, well, it's all relative, right? So, but exactly. I, I agree. It's, uh, uh, okay. So to wrap up, here's a question I often ask the memory suppliers. Is there a, really a difference between the memory that we're using for the automotive space that we're using for high performance computing or we're using for some other must work all the time and be rugged application? Are you guys just putting a different designation on that same memory? You know, the, yeah, far, far from the case. In fact, uh, you need to talk to my legal and quality team when we, <laughs> when you have these discussions, because, um, yeah, it, it would be nice if it were as simple as something like that. Um, it's quite to the contrary. Um, there is a lot of time, energy, and effort that is involved in um, developing products that are optimized for the automotive market. Now, at the end of the day, we absolutely need to leverage um, products that are developed for the broader market so we can apply them into the automotive market. Um, but if we don't start with an automotive mindset from the beginning, um, we're never going to get to where we need to get to. So first and foremost, as a company, uh, Micron's been in the automotive industry for 30 years. We have 40% share in the automotive market, which is unheard of. Our next closest competitor is like 5x away from where we are. So this market is not a joke for Micron. It's a, it's a really serious market. We see the importance and the relevance of this market. And um, supporting automotive not only helps the automotive market, it helps the broader Micron from a quality um, uh, standpoint. Um, so from a, one of the aspects that we've, one of the areas that we focused on for the last few years and introduced products earlier this year is in the area of safety. Safety is an incredibly important area for automotive, as you could well imagine. Uh, safety looks at failures in time and figures out, can you, you know, A, you must design your product with a certain methodology to ensure that it is a robust methodology that's aligned with all these wonderful specs, ISO 26262, ACQ100. There's a whole litany of things I can throw at you. Um, and that needs to start at the top. So we have processes, methodologies, functional safety office, that ensures that as a company, we design our products in a, with a, using a process that, that is consistent with these standards. Uh, but then if we go through the qualification and the validation, et cetera, um, we actually go through test processes um, that ensure that when we select the dice on a given wafer, the dice that we select have got the quality that is aligned with the zero defect mindset. So it's, it's um, there's that aspect to it as well as just 
with regards to safety, we've actually added specific features, which we try to minimize the tax that all the other markets feel on, uh, you know, for this for these safety features. But we actually provide flags and features and capabilities which allow the designer to recognize, in fact, when there is a situation where we have detected a failure, we can flag that and provide that information to the user. So it's, uh, it's, it's not one simple answer. It's, you know, in one hand, we need to be able to leverage a standard product to deliver something that achieves the price points that the market needs. In the other extreme, we also need to design it so that it supports what is essential to the automotive market. And that complexity is actually getting more and more difficult in time. It's, uh, it used to be that there was a lot of fat in the product. There's less fat in the product. So we need to be more conscious about what that, and, and the industry as a whole needs to be more conscious about what's required to support automotive and as that price point increases, I think you're going to see a lot of semiconductor suppliers go, I'm out. This is, this is too expensive. We've been in this for 30 years. We plan to be in this for another 30 years. I've got plenty of videos I can send you from our CEO that's excited about where this is all going. And uh, so anyway, that's, that's the long answer to your question. Very good. Well, I look forward to picking up this conversation in 30 years. Yeah, no kidding, right? You and I will be 60 years old then, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, what, a, what a pleasure to meet with you again, Rich. I, uh, how do we connect? We, we need to connect offline and catch up. And uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's all good. This is, uh, this is a ton of fun and you're in a great space and uh, there's a lot happening here. And uh, I, what I like to say is that um, since the inception of the automobile, um, we are dealing with transitions that are more significant than those that happened with the introduction of the automobile 150 years ago. I mean, it's, we are in amazing times and the technology and what's being done with the technology is, is through the roof. And um, memory is kind of like the ball bearings of the system where it's kind of overlooked, but if those ball bearings are not there and they don't work, et cetera, et cetera, the system fails miserably. So anyway. Yep. Very right. good. Well, thank you very much, Robert. That was Robert Bielby, Senior Director of Automotive System Architecture at Micron. And I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.